BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Father of mine. Tell me where have right, you let's bring in the legend right now. My 87-year-old father. For another round of Dear Meathead. Way Johnny on the spot, guy. Take me back to the day. Good morning. Hey, Dad, how are you? I'm okay. How about you? Never better. You feeling all right? I feel all right. Just got up too late. <clears throat> yeah, you just sleep in a little, huh? I, I didn't intend to, but uh, somehow other I did. Maybe it has something to do with when you hit your head the other night. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's okay. How's that going, Dad? You feel all right? You're all right. I don't know. It don't even hurt. No, no. Did that did that scare you when you went down? For a minute it was, yeah. You're like, what the hell just happened? Did you no, wait a minute now, did you did you try running? Is that what happened? Is that what, what where where the problem occurred? No, I just lost balance. Just for no reason. It was rainy to begin with. Yeah. So I was in a hurry to walk home, you know, to the house. Okay. Well, I think the important question that we need to know is, did you catch the squirrel? No. Okay. We don't know where they're coming from and where they're going. It's a groundhog. It's a, it's a, it's a groundhog. Okay, so what type of dad? It's not a squirrel. It's a groundhog. I didn't know that. Groundhog. What do you, okay, what, what is the groundhog doing? Is he eating the garden? No, no, they haven't done anything, but they are, they're hanging around. It's, uh, at one point, it's set on a fence. This thing is a humongous animal. It will destroy your garden. And it will, if it got in your garden, kiss it goodbye. Okay, now, have you ever heard of like a mole or a vole going through the yard? Maybe it's a mole. No, this is a groundhog. Okay. And, and and people have seen him sitting on a fence. He sits on the fence. Yeah, I've never heard of a groundhog sitting. Is he like? I never either. In fact, I don't know what it looks like. It climbs, climbs a fence. Oh, I thought he's like sitting on the fence, giving you the. Oh, I made a mistake. Okay. But now here's a situation. My next, next, my next door neighbor thinks it's disappeared for some reason. Last couple of days, it's not a, it's not been around. Well, have, have you checked the trap? Maybe he's in there. No, I, I looked at him uh, constantly. Okay, now if and, you, and if that thing gets in that trap, I think it'll destroy the trap. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's supposed to be one huge animal. <coughs> I mean, a couple of neighbors have seen him. 
Okay, I, well, maybe it's like, yeah, I don't know. That that seems like it would be uh, quite a ferocious beast if it can get out of a trap, you know. I, and it's got a hole. I it dug a hole in my neighbor's yard, not in my yard. Okay. But it's to just jump the fence with no problem. Okay, so uh, you got a... Uh, you got a groundhog that jumps the fence and sits on the fence, and he's capable of, exca- of escaping a cage. It sounds like a ferocious creature, Dad. Don't escape it, but it destroys this uh, cage. Okay, now, if you catch it in the cage, what is the plan? What are you going to do with it? I don't know. I've caught a lot of other uh, critters. I know it. I know uh, you've, you've caught skunks. And then uh, this one, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I have to call the Humane Society, according to Joanne. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, uh, what what type of bait do you put in there? Just cauliflowers and uh, vegetation, lettuce. Okay, so the little bastards would go in there. He'd get caught. The thing would close. Now you've and that that trap is the same one that you would catch the skunks in, right? Oh yeah, this is a big trap. Okay. Yeah, it's about. Uh, what is it, about 16 inches high? I don't know. All right, well, if you catch it, make sure you get a picture of it. Or at least call call up Stong. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to be near him, man. Hey, even better, you could bring it up north. Bring it up north in the, be- in the oh, bed of the really? truck. <laughs> no way. Hey, listen. One time, I caught three, what was that? Skunk? Three skunks. Yeah, yeah, I know. I remember you kept catching them, and then so, you and then you would let them go, right? Oh yeah, I never, I never kill them. Right, right. Who would do that? I just that's, that would be stupid. Uh, but right. against the law, if I got caught, that's bad news. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. I think you're supposed to talk to like the local officials. They're like take care of that for you. Yeah, right. Uh huh. But you you said screw that. I'm doing it my own way. Well, I, I just didn't have any other uh, recourse, I guess. Right, right. Well, you could have called them. But, uh, well, anyway, Dad, uh, we're looking for Is that Have you guys confirmed or not if you're going to be going up north? Because I was talking about that a little bit. We're going. You John are. and I and uh, Mike and Liz, we're going. That's oh. all we're going to get. Wow. You know, we have not seen each other since October. Yes, I know. And then I didn't hug you then. I stayed away because I was afraid, like, if I got you sick, you know. Uh, but, you know, everybody's kind of, like, feels better because they're fully vaccinated. We are. You are. Yeah, uh, we are. I'm, I'm trying to convince Diana's brother to go with me. To go with Diana and me. It'd be uh-huh. me it would be me, Diana. Uh, he's vaccinated, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he sure is. Yeah, he is no no loss. But you know, he's afraid uh, he's he gets a little bit uh um sheepish to go to be in places around others because uh he swears a bunch. So he's afraid that he won't stop swearing. And so I said to him, I go, Well, I mean, it's not like you swear around here all the time, just Take it easy, you know, no big deal. He's afraid that he's so loose-lipped that he'll offend someone, you know? Well, I'm not I'm not in favor of that, but then again, that, that's, I don't know. Well, I told him, I told I've him. I've never had anybody around me that right. constantly swears. Well, you know? I said to him, I go, you can control yourself, come on. And uh, so I, I I don't know. I, I'll, uh, you, you probably won't know till we get there whether or not he's going to be there, but. I think you shouldn't stop him from coming. 
No, well, I'm going to I'm going to ask him to come and uh and if he does, he does. If he doesn't, that's up to him. You know, I figured I'd just I offer. Mean, can he take care of himself when he's all by himself? Uh for the most part, yeah. I mean, he can't cook food or anything else, can he? Well, yeah, he can he heats up frozen food in the microwave. Oh. So, yeah. I don't know. I think you got to bring him. I'm going to try. So, you'll be able to spend some time with him and bond with him. Yeah. All right. Oh, hey, he's a nice kid. I met him a long time ago. A kid? He's 59 years old. I know, I know, but anybody younger than me is a kid. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, so there's that. That's all good. Uh, anything else going on, Dad, that I need to know about? Yeah, I need to know if Diana is in, shows a good sign of improvement. Well, it's two weeks to the, to the day since she's been operated on, Dad. Uh, and it's it's still going slow, but she does feel a lot better. Is she in pain? Uh, if she moves it the wrong way, yes. Man, I feel so, bad for her. Yeah. I really do. She's a resilient person. It's going to take a long time. It's going to take well, probably another an, another year, basically, for well, her. We praise yeah. the God that has given us the ability to heal. So Yes, praise, praise the God for that. Absolutely. Okay, Dad, I got a question uh, for you from Mike. Okay, from Mike? Yeah. Hello, Mike. He writes, Dear Meathead, my friend Derek suddenly wants to take on an athletic adventure that he has no business attempting. Derek is fat and out of shape, and I really worry about his long-term health that he is biting off way more than he can chew. What advice can I give him? Signed, Mike. Mike, you've got a nice friend of yours that is worried and concerned about you. No, 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 no. No. Uh, uh, Derek is the fat one, and Mike is the one concerned. Mike is a friend. And Derek is the fat one who suddenly wants to get athletic and uh, run a race or something. Okay. And then okay. Mike, is, Mike is worried about him because he's so fat and out of shape that he's going to hurt himself. I, I say to Derek, praise God that you have a friend that is concerned about your health. Now, there is a situation that you should follow. You should not jump into right away doing the thing that you think you ought to do if you are an overweight person. There's nothing wrong with being overweight other than your health is in jeopardy. You cannot get involved in athletic situations for the fact that you are extremely or somewhat overweight. First thing you got to concentrate on, lose the weight. Now, it might take you six months to a year to do that, but an overweight person cannot do what a very normal person can do. So don't do that. First thing first, get your weight off. Yeah, I, I think that's a good idea. You definitely go 100% to get the weight off. And weight can come off strictly with the fact of you're taking more, less intake of food. Yeah, less and intake of food. Task. Yeah, I agree with that. 
Now, it's easy for a guy like me to sit around and say, hey, you shouldn't do that, do that. No, I know it's a hard situation. But you got to work on one thing at a time. The most important thing is, my friend, be happy and lucky that you got friends that are caring for you and trying to insist that you lose the weight. Right, right. yep, yep, absolutely. Now, that'll take you, I will have to say, Probably a year. <laughs> yeah, it, I agree. It's, it's going to take this fat guy a year to uh, to, to get bring it. Bring yourself yeah. to a normal then, my friend, yeah, take care of any other issues. Yeah, you got to you got to ease into. It. You can't just jump right into like uh, I don't know, racing a half marathon or something like that. No uh, way. It's stupid. It's dumb. In fact, in fact, you know what? You're cutting down. The normalcy of your how long you're gonna live. Yes, yeah, you're gonna hurt yourself, and then it's gonna sure. be terrible, and then you're probably gonna die. It's just an awful idea, awful sure. idea. Now listen, I'm a I'm a much older person than he is, I'm sure, and I walk. I'm a very athletic type of an old man and all that. But my God, I was just walking a straight line in a in a dark time uh, yeah. in the nighttime. For no reason, I fell. Yes, yes, that's a that's for sure. I mean, you gotta you gotta take it easy. I think this. Well, don't play with your life like that, my friend. I think this Derek guy is considerably older than his pal Mike too. That's just what I'm thinking. So, all right, well, Derek, that, yeah, we care for you. Yeah, your Derek. friend really cares for you. Yes. Don't just blow him off. Yes. You're, the, the bottom line is Derek, uh, I hate to say it, is fat, and he needs to not be so fat before he does anything. And the word fat to me is a revolting word. Yeah. I'd hate to hear somebody call me, hey, Rob, well, you're fat. Yeah, but that's that's what you got to do. You got to tell people. You got to be honest with them. Say, look, you know. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. You are a well, fat, uh, a fat. But, uh, most kind person has overweight yes you have if you have the fat is that you're five pounds overweight so should uh should maybe mike say look derek you're disgusting yeah, well you can you know, you're trying to embarrass him that's okay you, you can do that but that's not really cut it i think you gotta just set him aside and say hey listen people out here are caring for you loving you and then, you know, you're admitting yourself that you're an overweight person and you do look disgusting. You're <laughs> <laughs> so, in there somewhere. I like, okay, hang on, Dad. I'm writing this down. You're trying to embarrass him. That's okay. Well, yeah, it's okay to embarrass him. All right, got it. All right, very good. Uh, next question. Uh, dear Meathead, T.O., in Rapid City, South Dakota, writes... What's the name? Uh, T-O. T-E-O. T-E-O writes... Dear, dear, dear Meathead, have you done a lot of wood carving? Have you ever done any Japanese wood carving or chainsaw wood carving? If you, <laughs> no, not really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Last wood carving I did was finger carving. Yeah, you sure did. You sure did. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't. Three fingers. Yeah, I think Tio is into like uh, wood carvings, which sounds. That's, I, I think that's an art. It is an art. I think that uh, that's the one with like the chisels and things like that, right? 
Yeah, yeah, and, and if you're good, uh, you're in demand. Yeah, However, that... again, I don't know what kind of tools it takes to do that. Be careful with that. Yeah, that that sounds fun. That that sounds. But no, yeah, Tio, Dad has never done any wood carving. Now, if you want to talk about making picture frames and things like that, he's all about that, right, Dad? Yeah, well, picture frame is a simple job, except uh, you can lose three fingers. Yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, uh, another question. Dear Meathead, what is your favorite board game? Do you have a favorite board game? Yes, I do. Okay, what is it, Dad? My favorite board game that I have, in fact, recently started redoing it is uh, Backgammon. Oh, yeah, of course. Old school, yeah. I've got it's a. Just, it's me and my, my daughter. We, we tackle. Yeah. That's Lizzie. I've got a uh, backgammon set up north. We can play. I can bring it over to Stong's Bring house. it over. I got mine at home. I got my own backgammon game. Awesome. Yeah, back- If you want to bring it and don't forget it, that'll be great. You know, that's an ancient game. It's been around forever. Oh, we're great at it. So far, the score is 3-1, uh, to one, or uh, I think uh, Lizzie beat me twice, and I beat her once. All right. Very good. Okay, so backgammon. I, I, I agree with that. It's a great, great uh, brain game. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It's kind of like it's not as uh, it's not as um, uh, you, you don't need as much brain power as chess, but you need more brain power than checkers. So it's kind of like right in between them, you know? Yes. Yes. So, All right, excellent. Uh, Nathan writes this. Dear Meathead, can you tell us a funny story about your mom? Now, Grandma doesn't really. She, she never really struck me as a funny person. She seemed. No, she seemed pretty she serious. Was a serious person. Yeah, I don't. Do do you do you recall? What? Uh, Let me what, tell you about the, my mom. Yeah. I was like, somehow I don't know why I had this in the trait. I was like thirteen or fourteen years old, and I used to go to the Armenian club and hang out there. This was done by American missionaries. I hang around till late at night. We take records and play it. And then uh, I get carried away and get home. I had to get a, on the bus to come home like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Uh, that's a no-no. No-no yeah. for my mom. Way too late. Yeah, that's uh, definitely too late. That woman would stand at the bus stop until I showed up. Yeah. Now, the worst part of that showing up was my ear was a danger of being lost. Oh, she's going to grab it and pull it. She grabbed me by the ear. Oh, no. And pulled me. It's about 200 feet away where my house is. Oh, Jesus. It twist, twisted my ear. Oh. And it dragged me like that. And I said, well, I actually cried. Wow. And I get home. And you know what? I would never, never learn my lesson. So, well, yeah. <laughs> you know. I keep going for it some more. Well, yeah, there's a lot of fun things that go on at the Armenian. Yeah, as youth, we had records, we played, and then. The American missionary were there. They somewhat wouldn't stop us, but we hang out there till, uh, well, 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. Yeah. And then by the time I caught the bus and got ready to leave and all that, it's 11 o'clock when I get home. 
Let me ask you this, Dad. Uh, um, is there like a sign at the front that says, Welcome to the Armenian Club? No, the Armenian Club was uh, uh, governed by the missionary, American missionaries. Yeah. And then we had our own group in that club. That's a huge place. Nice building, nice gardening, nice and all that. So, and uh, I had like two or three favorite uh, records. Yeah. I'd nurse them really you, cool, and I'd take it with me. And we played music and dance, and that those girls, and we didn't know what the hell we were doing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is all going on there. Now, how about the Iranians? Are they outside of the Armenian club wanting to get into it? No. Okay, they stay away. They, we had gates, uh, I don't know, 20 feet tall. Uh-huh. And the whole thing had metal fence all the way around it. Oh, my God. All right, so you make a trip to the Armenian club, come home, grandma would pull your ear off of your head, and you would continue to do this. Yeah. Why didn't you just come home earlier? Yeah, if I, I'm with Grandma. I'm with Grandma. If you kept breaking the rules, I would pull your ear too. Well, I mean, I didn't do this seven days a week. Uh, maybe three, four days a week. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But uh, no, she would not quit. Okay. No. <laughs> and you know, would I? <laughs> She sounds like a tough woman, Dad. Like she was a tough woman. Oh, my mom. Oh, yeah. When she looked at you, you knew you were going to get it. Well, it was a different era. I mean, back then, that's what parents did to kid, uh, did to kids. It was, it was the. Uh, I mean, I don't really recall that too much with you guys, with mom and dad, for me. But uh, your mom and dad, and mom and dads of about that well, it era. It wasn't a dad. It was a mom. Right. Well, you know what I mean. Eventually, yeah, uh, yeah. eventually, the, somebody's going to snap and start to beat up a kid. My dad would kill me if I had a chance. If he had a chance. Oh yeah, yeah, tough. He was a tough dude. I, that's what I understand. I remember you telling me stories about about your dad. Holy cow! I'm glad I didn't meet that guy. No, no, yeah. no, no. Uh, all right. Well, Dad, uh, Dad, that's gonna do it. I am, I'm, I'm fresh out of questions. I, uh, I as always, we appreciate you and uh, and Joanne for the time, and um, we're, we're gonna see you very soon coming up, Dad. Yeah, and by the way, Joanne is on a quiet side. She somehow or other injures her back. Yes, I, I, you know what? I mentioned that, and I understand that she's a little bit under the weather, and uh, yeah, you know. She, she's- now beginning to walk a little bit better. And- yeah. Oh my God. Well, I I certainly hope that um, uh, she's feeling better by the time we get up there. Maybe just a little bit of uh, take it easy. Uh, I we- hope so. I pray to God that this would go away. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. So just lay low. Take some uh, maybe some uh, Tylenol or whatever. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then hopefully it'll and it'll absolutely or either that or drink heavily. Well, yeah. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, I'll, I'll talk to you very soon. I'll see you in a couple days. Yes, you will, and definitely we'll have a good time. Honey. All right, Joanne. All right, Dad. I love you guys very much. And give our love and hugs and kisses to the, your, your wife and a beautiful girl that she healed in a hurry. So Absolutely. We're worried about that. Yep, she's going to be just fine. It's just going to take a little while. 
Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, audience. You're wonderful people, and God bless you all. Absolutely. All right, Dad. Thank you. All right. See you up there. Yep. See ya. There you go. Another Rip Roaring edition of Dear Meathead right here. And the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy.